welcome to another episode of the Autism Everyday Podcast. We are your hosts, Swati and Geeta. Welcome back. So it's been an exciting week, hasn't it? Yes. Lots I mean, of new developments? Yes, lots of new developments. Uh, some travel? Of, some travel, lots of new folks to meet. Right? Oh, yeah. Always very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, new place to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this it's been very exciting because um, the past week we've been to Kolkata, mm-hmm. right? The uh, city of joy. City of <laughs> city of joy, indeed. Uh, first time for me, Gita's been there a bunch of times, and uh, we went uh, because Gita is an advisor mm-hmm. uh, for an upcoming project called the India Autism Center. And uh, I think I'm just going to leave you to explain the whole thing. But I think personally, what I have to share is it was fantastic uh, professionally to see so many people take this initiative and really in a professional way. And uh, second, I realized that I am amidst a celebrity in the field of autism. Literally, you guys, I saw so many people come up to uh, Geeta and ask for a photo with her or just to be able to speak to her for a few minutes. I think that's incredible. That's just social media. <laughs> no, that is literally incredible. Not the influencers. I really mean it. No. So, shall we just dive right into it? Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. So, do you think you can tell our listeners, first up, what exactly is happening across India in the space of adults with autism? Yeah. I think in the last maybe five or six years it's like there is this realization that there are so many um, young adults mm-hmm. uh, with, with autism and that we don't have uh, anything very concrete happening either in terms of intervention services right. and of course that you know that big question of uh, residential uh, care or where they're going to be living once their parents are too old to take care of them or if the parents are not uh, are no more in this world it's actually been um, something actually like i said has has become the uh, the uh, focus of many many um, families mm-hmm. uh, many centers um, so it's like it has hit us and everybody's wondering okay what now so is this a welcome change it is it yeah. is because that's a question which often remains unasked unanswered yeah and something nobody wants to think about because we always believe something will happen right but now is the time for that something to happen um, and and it is people have started uh, there are many many efforts that are happening um, some taking shape some work in progress lots of unanswered questions again because we don't have enough experience or we're looking at uh, you know some centers in the west or some facilities in the west but obviously it's very different from what it is here in terms of space in terms of resources in terms of people availability everything like right? it's a completely new field you talk about early intervention there's a lot happening but exactly yeah, yeah the buzz is all yeah. in early intervention, early intervention. Yeah. you hit 18 or 20 or whatever and then it's like a black hole right and that is where now people are beginning to lay foundations and which is absolutely a welcome uh, change we we desperately need it because families don't have an answer for what happens once the child um, is an adult is an adult and not necessarily 18 right not just, necessarily just an 18. adult yeah. yeah yeah 
Yeah, and I think some of our earliest kids from we can, I mean, way before your time, of course, <laughs> some of our earliest kids today are 25, 26. And uh, yeah, out there, and there are so many more like them, probably a little older than them, a little younger than them, but all heading into the direction, which means older parents right. in their 50s and the attendant uh, decline in their abilities and their health probably parental fatigue mm. as well mm. years of doing this I mean I spoke to one parent yesterday just like that and she was saying how it becomes so hard as you grow older and how you realize you need you have a support system around you which is not just the parent but there have been so many people in the child's life which you haven't recognized because seamlessly somebody or the other is pitching in but everybody is aging yeah what happens after that yeah and I, I this is you know deviating a little bit but you mentioned that some of the oldest children from weekend they must be what 25 26 yeah, yeah, and yeah. you probably you've been what their first therapist and stuff <laughs> yeah it does it do you still follow their trajectory and uh, do you yeah. know where they're at yeah 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 it's but it's interesting and um like i was mentioning in kolkata when we started we can i was a person who knew nothing the <laughs> rest, rest were parents um, they knew they had been to some trainings because they wanted to equip themselves to deal with their child and so they knew a lot more and uh, I learned a lot from them at that point of time. So I see, I am in touch and uh, like we all know some of these young kids, you have also seen some of these young adults sure. and we've also been through some of the challenges that they have been through right. um, and the challenges that they went through at that point of time, some have you know changed some have modified some of them st are still struggling with a lot of issues but that's that's reality and these are children who are going to need you know something beyond their families at this point yeah and um, can you tell us a little bit about what you saw in Kolkata <laughs> I mean you went on a site visit and everything yeah so can you just yeah so that that was an um, getting there was hard from Kolkata. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit. Okay. Um, the roads were incredibly narrow and crowded. Right. But when you get there, it's like uh, you know, it's like hey, presto, look what we have here. So it's a huge property, uh, fenced off uh, many many acres of land that has been acquired for this purpose, and. Um, so the center has big plans in terms of uh, residential care whether it is with the families living there to with the individual with autism or for individuals to be sent there alone and to be taken care of um, and uh, work learn continue to work continue to learn right life is doesn't learning doesn't stop at 18 or 20 or whatever yeah. There, there, there is so much more to evolve, there is so much more they can learn, so much they can do. How do we tap into those potentials? How do we ensure that um, they remain mentally and physically uh, agile and they are not just being taken care of within courts? Right. Not necessarily like, you know, just protected, but they are in a secure environment and there is something there that they get to do. So, it, it's... it's uh, Right now, it is just land, 
yeah. um, with all I saw was lovely, lovely eighteen uh, or twenty ponds. Oh that wow! Some okay. which are naturally there, okay, and uh, which they have kind of fenced off, and so that it's defined in okay. the spaces, and some which they have created and tried to connect together to prevent water from uh, flooding or uh, you know the the place. Sure. So it's beautiful okay uh, that and and the number of birds i saw there oh man yeah <laughs> the number of trees the birds the environment is is so different like somebody i went with was saying you know i think you should just build one little um, uh, space here for us so that you know once in a month you take one week off and you come and work <laughs> here how does it matter you're working from home come here and work oh, it's yeah. because the air is fresh uh, it's there's no noise pollution, um, there's no distractions. It's just nature all around you, and that was Beautiful. really really nice. Yeah. And how big is the is the project? So, um, they are looking at, you know, getting about five hundred being okay. facilities for about five hundred people. Okay. So which is like um, ambitious. Yeah. Large, lot of groundwork needed yet in terms of people resources and in terms of financial resources to bring up something like that but they have plans and I hope uh, it uh, they manage to take it off as they have planned. Lovely. So um, what do you see as some of the key challenges when it comes to a residential setup in terms of you know what are the challenges that a family has to sort of when it comes to putting your child into a residential setup yeah I think first first up is the is that most many families are so reluctant to let go that individual mm. it's like sending your child to a hostel boarding right exactly boarding, right? Yeah, yeah um I know many of us have been through that experience yeah, when the child sure. first goes to college or something is the first time the sure. child actually leaves home right uh, and it is hard because you're like sending them out into the big bad world and you're not there to protect them uh, all the time <laughs> right which is a big role we as parents play at least we think we do so it is getting over that mindset for many many families is a challenge because you will see and uh, when I spoke to somebody yesterday it was the same thing I know I'm aware that I need to be planning for my young adult but I haven't done anything about it I must I will I know I should these are the uh, you know things that you hear from families simply because it is hard mm -hmm. and of course there is also this additional thing that this is a child who's you know always been taken care of by the parent and who needs all that support and parents are aware that when these supports are not there they're always concerned about how will, will somebody else be able to provide them those supports that they need sure so that is the number one challenge second challenge being where are these uh, residential setups now there are some residential setups that I hear but in a lot of places there is nothing for those adults to do like there is no vocational training or there is no um, le leisure the concept of leisure skills or the concept of uh, 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 learning more <coughs> learning a new skill or constantly being able to upgrade yourself why not right we are, yeah. we are all learning all the time and sure these are individuals also who can be doing so many things sure yeah. so many times um, I do hear that some residential setups are about all about 
being cared for or taken care of right they have they're given their meals they, they walk around there is exercise but is there necessarily something more that challenges them mentally challenges them physically challenges them keeps them engaged in some kind of work or keeps them engaged with learning that is probably something that hasn't been well thought out right right well there is wonderful work in terms of finding caregivers in terms of ensuring the safety of the children so so important yeah safety of these young adults the fact that they cannot report back on so many things yeah so the fact that there are cctvs that there is reporting that families can view this at any video footage at any point of time uh, and having trained caregivers i mean phenomenal work and a lot of work sure. and hats off to those individuals who are actually who have started doing some of this work it's not easy right absolutely so i think the biggest challenge that in setting up this is one in a lot of our cities there is no space no space yeah. where do you find the space yeah i mean apartment living is possible but then it's not the same it's, it's not, not the same, same. you don't it's enjoy the, the freedom yeah. and the space yeah. yeah maybe if these individuals are working in a corporate kind of thing or mm. their job is something um that they require to be present in the city maybe but for a large number of these individuals who are not doing that kind of work then living in cities has its challenges in terms of constraints you can't sure. even they can't even step out for a walk yeah um, it's unreal to it's walk unreal, on the road right? almost there is safety yeah. you're yeah. concerned about so many things whereas being somewhere where there is nature around you where there is space around you and there is no pressure of um, just the sheer pressure of people noise traffic be good be good for you and me no absolutely <laughs> i'm sold yeah let's go <laughs> right yeah so, so i think this is what it is space the cost of spaces mm. cost is another big thing it's a big factor right? yeah and to run a decent residential setup you they don't need to spend x amount absolutely. of money absolutely you got to charge right? if you want good services yeah. yes you yes. need you need caregivers you need yeah. trained personnel manning that place Um, infrastructure infrastructure there is electricity oh yeah uh, and then there is the capital cost really of the building and the land and everything it is it has a certain cost attached to it and for many families that could possibly be a challenge yes and that is where you go back to saying right from the beginning we need to start looking at our favorite topic of life planning so you know what you want uh, at least have a rough idea and you work towards that oh yeah and uh, i i mean i know you sort of touched upon this but what is the challenge for a parent and i know we've gone in, you know in a loop on this one but i really want to want you to spell it out what are some challenges for parents who don't sign up for the residential center just to elaborate if a parent says you know i'm aware i know this place is there um that's our clock telling us it's time but uh, i know this place is there but i don't want to do it i want to set up an ecosystem around my child wherever i live uh, for him to live on after me what are some of the challenges that mm. such a person can face yeah i know couple of friends who have opted uh, who still want to do that mm-hmm. because they have they live in a gated community or live in a place where the child has lived forever so right. they feel like the neighbors know them and the help knows them and um, they safe within that uh, that space the only challenge there being 
you, the dependence on the presence of certain caregivers right i mean when the parents are there it's fine mm-hmm. but once the parents are not there or the parents are too old to do certain things then what if that particular caregiver i mean they are human mm-hmm. somebody falls sick or somebody is not able to come or there is an emergency then what happens to this individual mm-hmm. in the absence of that that uh, human resource right uh, who is not able to be present for a day or for a given number of days for various reasons then will this individual still be able to manage or is that person going to be sitting there not knowing what to do so the the dependence on a given small number of people leaves it open to this kind of challenge where if somebody decides to leave if somebody decides they cannot come then what happens whereas if you are in a larger setup there is always somebody who can fill that gap mm-hmm. right, right? There, right. There, there are resources around there is a whole community of resources around which is going to seamlessly pitch in Right. for this individual so you don't have to worry if somebody is not there to um, you know make your meal today for example the meal is going to be made for x number of people and you're part of that sure so not like if you're living alone and if the person who makes a meal doesn't show up unless this individual has the ability to swiggy something or to make something on their own maybe then it's all right but i see these as some of the issues where there somebody is doing it and it will continue to be done regardless of the presence or absence of certain individuals uh, and emergencies like that so you're seamlessly part of a system that right. i think is a singular big advantage and a singular big disadvantage in being isolated uh, in a, right. in a setup where you are on your own or maybe two individuals but still unless you have the other person who's offsetting the deficits of this this individual right which is a dream but yeah does not always happen right so uh, according to you what would be the right age to let's say explore something like this if we were to look at something like a trial basis a one year admission or a, you know just to see if this is the path for a parent then what is the right age to explore this i would say i mean there are no centers which take children in much earlier oh, okay. right right so i would say 8 since 18 seems to be the uh, the cut off where most centers i know there are some centers where children go in earlier right but the need is much higher because at maybe less than 18 you're still child is receiving some services the child is going somewhere there's all something happening in in his or her life but after 18 like we just spoke there isn't a lot um so if nothing that might be a good uh, space to start send for a year because you never know till you try well said yeah and i know we do know of a family where uh, you know they waited 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 and when things became very difficult to manage they made that decision of actually sending um, that individual to a residential center so that is one way to look at it like oh when things really get bad and i know i cannot deal with it i send but then there is also another family where they speak about you know mom being ill affected by cancer the child the individual uh, with autism 
references mom for everything so when mom being is laid up mom is not available on an everyday basis this individual is struggling though dad right. is present dad right. has never been a part of that and there are rigidities there are rituals there are requirements so many fixations that it's hard for dad to pitch in and take over so sometimes we don't want to reach situations like this and then have to scramble sure. and um, find something so it always seems like it's easier when you're around mm. when you you're still the parents are still fit the parents can still manage the individual send them out because you know you can you may have to explore sometimes so sure. uh, where you send them may not necessarily be the best solution for them so you need that time to um check it out see if this works or see if you need to find something else that might suit you better suit the child better and this depends on location uh, finances uh, what that uh, residential center is offering is that what your child needs or is there something else that this child needs so given that you need some time to do a trial and some time to actually explore other things then maybe um 18 is a great time or as soon as they open up Yeah. that space so that it gives you that time even when you are around and then you can actually you know be in a space where you say okay i know now my child will be taken care of i have found uh, what is going to happen i know what's going to happen in my head because i have been there and my child is there and i know he or she is is all right and taken care of and doing well and isn't that a state of relief yes uh, for a, for a parent absolutely know, yeah right yeah. but not not to be in an uncertain state forever till push comes to shove and then it's a it's a hurried decision and then you don't know if that's the right one or not lovely and the last question is ab required for life <laughs> absolutely and that's what i loved about the center uh, in calcutta calcutta iac yeah, yeah. Uh, the fact that uh, iac is uh, basing its its uh, you know trainings for caregivers and everybody who's going to be uh, on the campus uh, on the ABA. on ABA was fantastic it's right. really fantastic yeah. yeah yeah and the fact that they are thinking of everything they're thinking of uh, vocation they're thinking of skill they're thinking of leisure um, and they're thinking of how do we use ABA uh, to to train the trainers train the caregivers train at all levels right people that are needed at all levels how to sensitize them to autism how to sensitize them um the the direct caregivers and uh, other professionals how to sensitize them to dealing with behaviors or dealing with challenges or even just interacting with these individuals using the principles of aba and that makes it so much more scientific so much more um, data driven the fact that they are looking at uh, how do we what kind of data do we need how do we assimilate this data how do we train caregivers to take the data in the simplest electronic form so i love the fact that everything is being thought of mm-hmm. and everything is being put into place before it is open for uh, Uh, young individuals to step in that okay. is what makes it uh, i think unique and if like i said if they were able to implement everything that they have planned 
then it would be one of its kind and hopefully something that maybe can be replicated or if not we have a great uh, model there for sure perfect yeah thank you so much for this this was really awesome just running through the whole yeah. uh, one kolkata journey and two space for space, adults in yeah. india so yeah fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. it was lovely and um, yeah we will catch up soon another with another um, episode stay safe